position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which... That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news, we have the latest titles that we are interested in, of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews, and then we have, of course, everyone's favorite the deals! Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of... It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello, ladies and germs. Welcome to, uh... Episode 37 of the Best Linux Games Podcast being recorded to you. We got a late start today, but we've been quitting smoking and other things have been uh, afoot. Um, yes, this is episode 37 uh, being recorded on 1043, um, Saturday, July 11th, 2015. It is Saturday. And this Saturday, we have something special for you. Uh, let's cue that up. There we go. Yes, ladies and germs. It is our all twin stick episode. Um, here we go. Sorry. Okay, I'm rocking out. I'm, okay. <laughs> oh man, really gets me in the mood though. <laughs> That's right, twin sticks are good enough for us. And although this is not going to be just like a entirely retro episode, um, I couldn't resist. Without starting off uh, with the uh, theme music from... And, well, I guess I probably shouldn't say. But anyway, 
So, we have a ton, a metric fuck ton, I mean a lot, as in a ton, of tunes for you. Uh, of tunes? Oh man, DJing, DJing days are not gone for me, evidently. Mm. We have um, no new and noteworthy, we have no deal section, we just have games that feature twin sticks. With one exception, and I debated at length with myself uh, about whether or not to include this. A game that I've enjoyed immensely on the iPad um, has finally come to Linux. It is called Skulls of the Shogun, and it's a turn-based strategy game um, that works across platforms. It works on the iPad. It works on Steam. Um, it works, you know, blah, 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 blah. My friend Joe Jokimon uh, recommended it uh, to me. He plays it on the PlayStation 4, and uh, it has multiplayer uh, capabilities where you can play it like mail-in chess. Um, it is a super fun game. Do not let the graphics fool you. They look a little, um, they look a little, you know, like Flash-esque at first, but trust me, it's a fabulous game. If you're into real-time strategy, great sense of humor. Awesome stuff. So, what do you say we get to some twin stickage, shall we? Oh, that sounds like porn, doesn't it? Okay, um, we'll have to come up with a better name for this before we, uh, pop it up on, uh, on SoundCloud. But, uh, shall we? Wait, oh, you know what? What's that? Oh, a little more retro? Okay. I work QD Unfinished Symphony. Well, okay, I know it doesn't start with that, but, but just get, get, get running. Here we go. <laughs> Oh, yes. Mm. Now, while I presented these uh, picks in somewhat something resembling no particular order, we are going to start with two very style um, retro games. I should also, before we actually begin the show, um, mention that um, all of these games... In this episode are games, and it, they don't all have to be retro, they don't all have to be any kind of genre even. My sole criteria while putting together this list was, oh excuse me, um, was that they work with a gamepad. Um, some of them, there are only two or three on here that have like an asterisk next to them in terms of works with a gamepad. Um, and even those still function Predominantly with a gamepad, and they're all excellent games. So let's get straight to it, shall we? I think we shall. So our first twin stick title, as I intimated earlier, is a very retro theme title from Minor Key Games. We have You Have to Win the Game. You know, which I think needs Christopher Walken reading that. You know, you have to win the game. Um you have, <laughs> you have to win the game. Let's check out the store page. Uh Unfortunately, I did not do a ton of research on the pricing for any of this. I think you have to win the game is free. Yeah, you have to win the game is free. That means you really have to win the game. Um, you have to win the game is an endearing, uh, splice. It's like a, it's almost like a mashup between, um, uh, C64 era games and, uh, Nest play mechanics. Um, so that is, you have to win the game, which is free. It is a super, it's a super fun game. It's short, but it's free. Um, I'm 40% in, I'm, I think I have 40% completed 
winning of the game, and I've only played it for 28 minutes. Um, but I think you will like it, and it runs great with a controller. Up next, we have, oh boy, we have, I was debating as to whether or not to split this list into, um, sections where, like, uh, you know, like, you know, they were, they were, they were, uh, based on, like, merit or whatever. Like, you know, like, have, like, a, the grand champions of our, you know, but this isn't a top ten list, uh, cause otherwise it would drive me insane because we have so many good games in here. Um, up next is Super Win the Game, which is not You Must Win the Game, although it's like the sequel to You Have to Win the Game, because it's also by Minor Keys, uh, Minor Key Development. Um, let's see if we can start a new, oh no, I don't want to erase my save data. Oh no. Evidently they're, yeah, okay, so Super Win the Game. Super win the game. If you okay, first of all, if you liked, um, you have to win the game. Then super win the game will blow your fucking mind. Um, I've mentioned it several times on other episodes of this show. Um, super win the game is a mashup of everything that is NES. Um, it came out October first, twenty fourteen. Let's see what's it going for these days. It's eight bucks. It is totally worth eight bucks. It is fantastic. Um. Yeah, uh, so I, I suppose I, I sh- should probably tell you something about Super Win the Game. Um, Super Win the Game is a, uh, a side-scrolling, uh, jumper. There are no, there, you can't shoot anything insofar as I can remember. Um, it's pretty hard, but it's very, very much keyed, keyed towards the casual gamer. Um, it's also, it's very long. It's significant, well, in comparison to win the game. You must win the game. So, uh, super win the game definitely has to start our little list. Speaking of starting our little list, our next game is one of the best side-scrolling platformers, um, that I've ever played, uh, period. And I've played pretty much all of them. Um, if they've come out in America, I've played it you know in the last since 1986 i've played it um and even before that probably uh up next we have mark of the ninja which i just did a video review of for youtube and it's on our our webpage bestlinuxgames.com check out the video review of it this game is an older game it's about three years old and there's a caveat to this game in terms of our twin stick features uh our twin stick feature here um mark of the ninja I had a hard time getting it to work with my controller, and even in its current state, it's not entirely perfect working with my controller, and I tried a lot of different controllers um, with it. I'm predominantly running uh, Linux Mint, and I also, uh, the machine that I'm recording this on, my main machine, runs Ubuntu Mate. Um, I've had difficulties on both of them. Um the predominantly, principally, the game requires you to have two sticks, left and right, and a D-pad to really play. And the closest I've come to getting it to be fucking arcade perfect is, uh, I have to hold down the D-pad. That's your inventory selection. I have to hold it down really hard for quite a while, like maybe five seconds before it'll switch my, uh, my secondary weapon. Um, 
that has not prevented me from playing it for 22 hours and really mastering the game in almost every respect. Check out the YouTube video if you want to, if you want to call me on the carpet on that. Um, it's also a review. It's a video review and, uh, gameplay feature. So that is Mark of the Ninja, which I say is very definitely worth the 15 bucks that they, that I paid for it. Um, even though it's three years old, it is fabulous ninja action. Like, um, it's, it's a, it's a side-scrolling stealth-based game, which is something I never thought that anyone would ever be able to make. Um, up next, we have an old favorite of this show. Um, in terms of side-scrolling platformers, we have Rogue Legacy. And the twist on Rogue Legacy is that, uh, it, it's procedurally generated, um, roguelike, you know, of course, cause, you know, blah. Um, but your character who will die, and it's, it's a one line, it's, you know, a YOLO game. Um, your character who will die, Depending on, um, what you've decided to upgrade and etc., when you start your next game, which is all in the same game, um, you're treated to a, uh, a, geneal- a genealogical tree from your character, and you're able to select your, select your next character with different, um, genealogical traits, uh, Etc. It is a fabulous fucking game. One of the first games that I ever played on Steam and absolutely a must play. Super awesome. Speaking of super awesome must plays, we have Freedom Planet, which I've also, I also have a YouTube review of, uh, up on bestlinksgames.com. I think I, I remembered to put it up there. Freedom Planet is absolutely one of, Freedom Planet was the game I was talking about when I, I was talking about best side-scrolling platformers that I've ever played. Freedom Planet is superlative in every way. I get to find a fault with the game. It's very much uh, like a Sonic-type game, but with uh, tremendous tremendous differences in terms of play mechanics and etc. And there's never been a generic Sonic-type game. I mean, it's such an insult to the game to keep you know, mentioning it in the same breath as Sonic. It's a fabulous game. Uh, check it out. That's Freedom Planet. Terrible name, awesome game. Then we have, uh, another perennial favorite from back in the day. Jets and Guns Gold. That's, uh, J-E-T-S, uh, space N, space Guns, space Gold. Uh, this is a side-scrolling space shooter with, I mean, <laughs> if you want action, if you want deep, deep action, it's also very fucking hard. Uh, let's see if we... Uh, I, I don't remember their video having anything useful to say, but it's... I'm... I'm... I'm devastated. Yeah! The ultimate fiery and bloody experience! Jets and Guns Gold. Okay, I'm sure I just fucking blew the speakers out of whatever you're listening to this on. Jets and Guns Gold is a side-scrolling space shooter um, with upgradable ships, purchasable ships. Um, it's very difficult. I've never beaten it. And I am shocked and dismayed to see that it only has 570 reviews, although they've been very positive. It's a fabulous game. Um, if you're looking for a side-scrolling space shooter definitely buy it. Lots of different play mechanics, lots of different strategic elements to it. 
Um, and lots and lots of replay value. Um, and very hard. Then we have, uh, another perennial favorite of this podcast, uh, Geometry Wars, uh, 3, which takes the standard Geometry Wars, uh, you know, battle the shapes model into the three dimensional universe of your modern graphics, uh, card. It works great with a twin stick, um, uh, gamepad. Um, oh, and by the way, uh, the, all of these games run fine with a Logitech, I think it's an F310. Um, some of them may be more difficult to get, uh, started than others. Um, but they, I, I can, I can testify that they all work great with a, uh, I think it's an F310. Uh, Logitech gamepad, which you can get on Amazon for like 20 bucks. So that's Jets and Guns Gold and Geometry Wars 3. Then we have another perennial favorite of this show, Beat Hazard, the game that presents you with, um, a, uh, a, a fairly limited, but still nonetheless enjoyable, uh, gameplay experience where the effects, uh, it's a top-down shooter, a la Asteroids, where you are, um, allowed to use your own music or whatever streaming radio you want. Uh, and the visuals are synced to the beats in that music. It's a fucking awesome game, and I love it. You should love it, too. Now we have a little miniature segment of our list um, that's four games, one of which is very new. Um, four games that are very fucking hard. So we'll start off with a, an old-school favorite of those who played it back in the day, um, I only came to this game fairly recently. Bleed, that's B-L-E-E-D. Bleed is a side-scrolling, uh, beat-em-up-esque, uh, uh, demonic kind of platformer from hell that is, has immaculate controls. They've been tweaked to such a fine grain of, uh, of perfection that it's ridiculous. Um, but the gameplay has also been tweaked to such a fine grain of difficulty that it's ridiculous. And that difficulty, that grain, which, in which way does that grain run? It runs towards fucking mind-bendingly hard. So bleed is really difficult. Check it out if that's kind of your, uh, bailiwick. Then we have Ollie Ollie. O-L-L-I-O-L-L-I. Oh yeah, and bleed, uh, is also notable for, uh, featuring a female protagonist who kicks just, immense amounts of ass. It's, it rips demons apart. Um, Ollie Ollie, O-L-L-I, O-L-L-I, is uh, our only skateboarding game on this list. Ollie Ollie um, is super hard. It's a two-dimensional take on Tony Hawk. So it's a two-dimensional side-scrolling platformer, not a platformer, it's a side-scrolling um, skateboard game um, where if you want to talk about tweaking the controls to be absolutely fucking responsive and perfect, Ollie Ollie is that and more um super hard though very difficult game then we have volgar the viking um i think it's volgar with two r's v-o-l-g-a-r-r i think the viking a game from adult swim games who has been like a powerhouse over the last six months at least from the games that i've played of them i mean gone are the day gone are the days what is that? Is that old black Joe? Anyway, ah, Stephen Collins Foster has appeared on our podcast. Anyway, um, Volgar the Viking is a game that is so difficult that in spite of me having played, I think, two hours of it, maybe more, maybe less, but somewhere around two hours of it, I have yet to beat the first level. It is very much in, um, the vein of axe wielding, 
Viking based games from 19, late 18, in late 1880s? No, that's Stephen Collins Foster. Uh, that would be 1868, I think, for Stephen Collins Foster. Um, but, uh, <laughs> 1988, uh, to 1993, four, and maybe five-ish, um, in the arcade. Uh, it is impossibly hard, and it is, it will kick your balls so far up your fucking ass that they will explode out your throat. Your dick will explode out your fucking mouth, and your balls will explode out your eyeballs, and you'll look like a sex toy for the rest of your life. That's how hard Volgar the Viking is. Excellent with a twin stick, and you will love every second of it. I have never been in it. I haven't even been in the first level of it. Um, but I played, I've played it quite a bit, and it is immensely enjoyable. Um, and then we have the brand new game, the newest addition to this list. We have Prompt, P-R-O-M-P-T, which is a, um, a Apple IIe looking CRT refresh monitor rate, um, uh, effect afflicted, which I love. Some people hate it. I love it. Um, game where you play as like the blinking, but you don't blink, unfortunately. It'd be better if they made you blink because it, sometimes you can forget or on some levels it's hard to see where you are in relationship to the level's geography. Um, a super hard game, uh, run and jumper that looks kind of like Load Runner if you couldn't do anything but die in Load Runner. Um, I found it immensely enjoyable. I've only played it for 20 minutes, um, cause I got it today. Uh, but that's prompt. Works great with an, with a Logitech um, F3, F310. I think that's the name. Then, speaking of games that don't work exactly perfectly, but work great once you've spent some time to configure them, um, and even then still kind of don't really work, but uh, <laughs> I, what a build-up for that. One of my favorite games that I've played in the last six months has been the next Penelope. Uh, or if you've watched Club Dread, um, the next Penelope! Um, the next Penelope... Um, is a top-down F-Zero-esque micro, slash micro machine. A game that I never really played. Now I think about it. Um, racing game. Don't, it is fabulous. It is a fabulous racing game. Don't let the fact that you have no control over your speed other than to go faster, um, fool you. A lot of time and attention and perfection is gone into the next Penelope. I just wish that I could turn off the music, although the music is great. Um, it's hard to do a Skype consultation with a client while I'm playing next Penelope because I have to actually mute the sound and that. Anyway, don't tell any prospective customers that I'm playing next Penelope while I'm uh, doing their free consultation. Anyway, <laughs> it's a great game with a variety of gameplay modes, all top down, all super fast, all super sparkly, um, independently developed by, uh, Aurelian Regard, I believe. Um, who I, I tried to get an interview with him, but, uh, our schedule just got a little fucked up. So anyway, that's the next Penelope, uh, top down racing game. Check out the videos for this or any of these games. They'll blow your minds. Um, then we have a game that no one else but me likes. It's called Mad Out, M-A-D-O-U-T. Um, it's a kind of a Mario Kart-esque take on, um, a third person perspective, uh, car combat racing game. 
And it is really, really fun. I really like it. Everyone else seems to hate it. There are like 50 tracks. There are 15 cars. It's not an expensive game. And it combines Mario Kart with like vicious weapons of mass destruction, like landmines and missiles in a fun racing context that uh sparkles. I mean, it is a gorgeous fucking game. Um, It does feel slightly unfinished, but blah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which. To the next Penelope, I've had problems getting the next Penelope run on various systems, which is unfortunate. However, there is a way that I found to get run to get it running on any system. What you do is you go to um, the next Penelope's properties in your library list. So you right click on the next Penelope, go to properties in the drop down menu, then go to uh, local files. That's the third tab in the window that pops up. And then click on Browse Local Files. And then right-click, depending on which distribution you're using, you can right-click on the on the file called NW in its main directory. It's called NW. And select Open That with Steam. And then you can just double-click on, on that, and it'll open fine. It might take... 30 seconds for it to actually start, but it will open fine, and it will recognize your controller, and it'll be fine. So anyway, so we had um, Prompt, Volgar, The Viking, Next Penelope, Mad Out, um, and Mad Out is a hyper-realistic looking. I mean, I'm, I'm amazed that it runs on Linux. Um, and then we have a game that I could not get to fucking run on any of my systems, but I didn't have enough time to really dig deep into making it run, um, that would be Joe Danger 2. Now, I played Doe Doe Danger 1, (laughs) um, like a mad motherfucker hooked on crack, uh, back in the day, and I want to say it was on the Xbox Arcade. If Joe Danger 2, the movie, that's what it's called, that's the official title, is anywhere near as good as Joe Joe Danger 1, then I highly recommend it. I could not get it to run, so I've only included it in this list as kind of a mercy thing because if and I imagine I, I'll be able to get it to run but you know you never know one never knows so enough said about Joe Danger 2 uh, we have another racing game speaking of uh of uh next Penelope Mad Out and Joe Danger which is pseudo racing we have Coffin Dodgers which last time I checked is still in early access my only complaint about Coffin Dodgers if you want to talk about Mario Kart Coffin Dodgers is straight up a la Mario Kart. My only complaint about it is that it's very short and there's not a lot of tracks, but it's still in early access. And if you're looking for something to scratch your Mario Kart itch, cartoony Mario Kart, very, um, pretty, very, um, colorful. Um, almost, I would say that it's a kid's game if it didn't involve you racing seven, you know, uh, ex genarians, you know, septu, Sexto, sexto, septo, octo, and nanogenarians, um, uh, in their race against death through their sleepy little town. But it has a wicked sense of humor, um, like, you know, for instance, the, some of the, the weapons, like, feature, um, you know, your cane. You're all on, um, adult mobility scooters. Um, it's very fun. It sounds way darker than it is. But anyway, that's Coffin Dodgers. Really short, but a lot of fun for, what it is right now in early access. Then we have, um, speaking about lots of fun, then we have another demi-racing game, Roundabout, which is like Crazy Taxi. That's R-O-U-N-D-A-B-O-U-T. Roundabout, which is kind of like Crazy Taxi, but it's top-down, 
and you're in a constantly revolving limo and the limo revolves 360 degrees as you drive. And if it hits something while it's revolving, it will crash. And it's, it sounds insane. You know why? I think that's because, um, hold that thought. Let me see if I can get Ivor to pull up, pull up my, pull up the clip that I, I would love to hear right here. It sounds insane. Why? Okay. Yeah. Because we're just going so long. Why not? Fuck it. Now, root of me, let me introduce the Revenge Society. Meet wisdom, now fix it, man. Dimensions, communications, new technology. Wisdom's the one we... Hmm? Oh, and yes, the spiritual heart of our team. Namaste, wisdom. Forgive me. That is a mug. No face, only a mug could love. But what am I? That's Chuck. Named so for his abilities in the ancient art of Nunchaku. He's the muscle. Also quite happy with dismantling traps. Hmm? <laughs> but not very humble, Chuck, you imp. It's always doing that. Why can't I hear them? Because you are sane. That's right, answer. because you are sane. That's why it sounds insane. Roundabout is... We just wasted, like, 30 seconds on that. Oh, anyway. But yeah, it's worth it in the long run. <laughs> just keep telling yourself that. Um, Roundabout is a crazy fucking game. Works great with a twin-stick controller. Um, and it's super fun, too. Um, it's one of those games I keep wanting to come back to again and again. Um, then we have La- Luftrausers, um, kind of continuing with our vehicle miniature theme here, um, because all of these have been race games. Next Penelope, Mad Out, Joe Danger 2, Coffin Dodgers, Roundabout, and Luthrausers, which is not a racing game so much as it is, you know, your stereotypical side-scrolling infinite, um, World War II, uh, psycho, um, sepia-toned, uh, flight-based, um, arcade a la NES circa 1990 game. Uh, yeah, Luft is great with, uh, twin sticks. Um, that's, uh, I think it's spelled L-U-F-T-R-A-U-S-E-R-S. Then we come to, uh, one of my favorite games from the last couple of years, uh, Apotheon, APO, not last couple of years, last couple of months, like, uh, I don't know, like, kind of since we started the show, more or less, Apotheon, A-P-O-T-H-E-O-N, which works surprisingly well, I did not think that it had controller support, but it does, Apotheon is a side-scrolling run-and-jumper, um, with crafting elements, all set in ancient Greece. I want to say Greece. It might be Rome. I get them confused. Uh, uh, but anyway, um, beautiful game. Awesome controls. Works great with the twin stick. Um, then we have, uh, oh, we should do, okay. So then we, then we, uh, I've already just told me that we've run completely out of time. So we're just going to go through the next, uh, few very quickly. Um, Doom and Destiny, a top down, one of my favorite games of this last year. Doom and Destiny, um, a uh, Final Fantasy, retro Final Fantasy-esque um, game with hilarious humor. Really, it's a much deeper game than you might originally think. Um, lots of replayability. I have uh, Jokemon, for instance, refuses to beat it because he wants to still play it some more. Um, and I've I've kind of had that experience as well. Doom and Destiny... Um, then we have a, a recent addition to, uh, to our, our, uh, controller based, uh, 
stuff. Uh, controller-based blah. We have Cave Story Plus, which is a game that... Okay, fine, we'll go an extra 15 minutes this week. Which is a game that I resisted buying because I remember playing it one time. This is three houses ago for me. Um, when I got sick, and it was just after I covered one of the E3s that I eventually covered. Um, and a friend of mine recommended it to me, and you could play it for Windows on, for free. But now they have Cave Story Plus, which runs on Linux. Um, and if you're at all familiar with Cave Story, it's your traditional side-scrolling, Metroidvania-esque, um, shoot 'em up kind of game. Uh, Lots of fun. I had a hard time getting into it again at the cost of $15, but if you've never played it, you will fucking love it if you like that type of game. Um, then we have, uh, let's see. Oh yes, we cannot forget, we cannot omit, even though this is a heavily retro-themed episode, main criteria is that it runs with twin sticks. So of course, you know, I'm omitting Ark from this list, and I've been playing the fuck out of Ark. Survival Evolved, like a mad motherfucker hooked on crack. Our dedicated server is up, but Ark theoretically runs with twin sticks. But we don't need to mention Ark, even though we just did like five times. Ark, by the way, the name of our server is ArkCraft, A-R-K-C-R-A-F-T. Look in the unofficial list and find it. And if uh, you want to know the password, hit me up on Twitter. It's dedicated server. Um, Twitter at VegasWriter. Um, so, yeah, so we've, I've tried to avoid a lot of the obvious ones, but The Witcher 2 which is the only one of the Witchers that really runs on Linux. Try saying that five times fast. The only one of the Witchers which runs on Linux. Oh, yeah. Those elocution lessons, I knew they'd pay off. The Witcher 2 runs great with twin sticks, um, and that's how it was designed to be played originally. And in fact, I tried to play it with a mouse for a long time, and I just could not get into it after having gotten into it, you know, a year or so before with... Um, uh, when I was playing it on the Xbox 360. So, okay, so, uh, that's The Witcher 2. Um, what are we omitting here? Uh, we got, okay, we got Joe Danger out of the way. Oh, yes, another game that has recently come out that I've mentioned several times on the show. Kings of Kung Fu, a side-scrolling, uh, fight em, fighter beat-em-up game. Um, not a beat-em-up. It's a, it's a, it's a fighter that attempts to simulate, uh, Tai Sung titles from, I don't know, 1970-ish to 1992. Um, it's out of early access. I haven't had a chance to boot it up, uh, now that it's out of early access. But, uh, that is a fun game. And if you're, it's the only fighter that I have on this list. It's the only fighter that I found for Linux. Um, although I think Mortal Kombat 27 or something is available for Linux. But anyway, so that's Kings of Kung Fu. Uh, then we got, we have, only got like seven more here. Um, oh yeah, we have the perennial favorites. We have, uh, Super Meat Boy, Fez, Battle Block Theater, and Hotline Miami. Um, all of which I've played. Uh, Hotline Miami is not one of my favorites, but Fez is a fabulous game. F-E-Z. Uh, if you, if you're looking for a, uh, side-scrolling, it's not a side-scrolling platformer because the whole, rub of Fez is that he's a side-scrolling two-dimensional character that discovers the world is in 3D. Um, and Fez is an entirely different type of game than anything else I've ever played. But anyway, so that's Fez, Battle Block Theater, and uh, Hotline Miami. Battle Block Theater is a multiplayer um, collection of mini-games, 
all set to party mode that has in-game matchmaking and is just hilarious. Hattie Hatterton says hi. Um, then we have, uh, just a few more. Just a few more. Come on, Ivor, don't cut me off now. Then we have, uh, Lisa, which is a side-scrolling, uh, despair-based RPG. And, uh, Catacomb Kids, which is also an early access. It's not finished yet, but that game looks like it has profound potential in terms of side-scrolling roguelikes. Um, Talamere, T-A-L-L-O-W-M-E-R-E, which is great fun for, you know, I think it's, they want 10 bucks for it. I haven't looked at the price today. Um, I think I got mine half off, but I, I've played it for like 15 hours. It's super fun. Um, and works great with a controller. Um, and then, uh, Unepic, U-N-E-P-I-C, a game that would have gotten on this list earlier if it had more perfect, um, controls with, in terms of twin stick. But Unepic is a great, uh, Metroidvania side-scrolling, um, RPG. Uh, whether you play it with a twin stick or not, it's up to you. I've had problems getting it to work with, Getting it to work perfectly, it's been an effort to the point where, like, I haven't played it as much as I would like. But that's Unepic, U-N-E-P-I-C. And then we have, uh, uh, Meltdown, M-E-L-T-D-O-W-N, um, which is an isometric multi-person, uh, combat game that is a lot of fun. Um, and then there's Gigantic Army, Gigantic Army, um, which is, uh, God damn it, I can't remember the name of the game. It's a play-alike to a Super NES game that I used to love, but has such a fucking generic name. It's a mech game. You're you're in a mechanized uh, robot. So anyway, oh yeah, and then there's a, another new game that came out recently. Two new games that came out recently. Uh, Superstar Path, which is a shooter puzzle game um, that is actually really fun. Uh, in spite of myself, I've spent too much time playing Superstar Path. Um, and then there's, uh, Zotrix, Z-O-T-R-I-X. And Zotrix is not completely compatible with the twin stick model, but they're getting there and it's still in early access. The cool thing about Zotrix is it's like a top-down asteroids-like shooter where you control your guns independently of your ship. So you have like a cross uh, crosshair that you can maneuver independently of your ship um any while you maneuver maneuver your ship and uh you can duck for a time beneath the entire play field to avoid shots and there are three upgrades per level the real feature though is that it's a resource based um top down asteroids like scrolling shooter uh if anyone remembers um oh god what was it called star Star Force for the old Nintendo Entertainment System. It's kind of like Star Force, but with um, the ability to, in between levels, where you get to select your next path um, from a numerous variety of, of space stations, all of which are difficulty graded, um, you can upgrade your ship. Um, it's in early access. It does technically work with a twin stick... Um, but it doesn't work as fluidly, as perfectly as it does with a mouse. So that that brings us to the end of this show. To borrow fucking a phrase from our good old buddy Chris Fisher at the Linux Action Show. Um, 
Let's see. Let's see if we can go through these guys as fast as possible. I am the very model of the modern meteor journal. This is vegetable animal mineral. And it gives me another quick historical method or categorical. When I know it's sight a mouse or rifle from a javelin. Anyway, so we start off with you have to win the game. Super win the game. Mark of the Ninja. Awesome game. Check out the video for that. Rogue Legacy. Awesome game. Freedom Planet. Awesome game. Check out the video for that. Um, Jets and Guns Gold. Geometry Wars 3. Beat Hazard. Um, Bleed, Ollie, and these are the hard ones. Bleed, Ollie, Ollie, Volgar the Viking, Prompt. Then we have the racing games. The next Penelope, Mad Out, Joe Danger 2, the movie, which we could not get to run in time, you know, by press time. Coffin Dodgers, which is in, I think it's in early access, but it's still short, no matter what. But it's a lot of fun, and it might be a kid's game, but if they flesh it out more, it might be a full-grown adult's game. And we had Roundabout, the rotating limousine game. Why can't we hear them? Because you are sane. Um, and then Luftrausses. Uh, then we had uh, the perennial favorites, which I didn't bother to number, so I'm just going to go through them in whatever order. Um, that would be uh, Hotline Miami, Super Meat Boy, Fez, Battle Block Theater, um, Doom and Destiny, Cave Story Plus, uh, Apotheon, Unepic, Grey Cubes, which we didn't get to talk about. Gigantic Army, which we didn't get to talk about that much. Kings of Kung Fu, which we didn't get to talk about that much. Talomir, Catacomb Kids, Lisa, Meltdown. If you can't find a game that you like from this twin stick feature, which I've been building up towards for months now, then... You suck a twin stick, mofo. Anyway, cheers. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, you can catch us next week, every Saturday, although we will just get out before it becomes Sunday this week. Um, I'm not sure about the disposition of what we will have next Saturday. Saturday is what? The 18th? Shut up, Ivor. I know we're running late. Saturday, yeah, Saturday will be the 18th. Um, I may or may not be in town and we just burned an evergreen with our gigantic twin stick feature so who knows if we'll have a show next week but uh definitely uh every saturday um listen to the big voice girl at the end of the show find out how to get in touch with us and etc 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 thank you for listening it's been a long episode a lot of titles i thought we were done with this when we hit the steam sale but due to the steam sale in all honesty um we like not a lot of games are coming out you know last week and this week so I thought now might be a good time to clue you in on some of my favorite twin stickers. Hope you liked it. Cheers. Later days. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. Hello, great. 
justice.